true story that will definitely not win me mom of the year, but it's got a good ending. So when I was pregnant with my first child, I was convinced that it was a boy because all my life I thought that I could possibly only have boys. And so there was no way I was going to have a girl. And in fact, I was really happy about that because I had been a girl that was a teenager that did not get along with her mom and all of my friends who were teenagers at the time, they all hated their moms. So that had stuck pretty strongly in my mind and I thought to myself, I don't want that so I could only have boys. Made perfect sense to me, logically. However, at the 20 week appointment, I found out I was having a girl. And right then and there, I started crying. So there you go. That was my not mom of the year, before I was even a mom. And I cried for about the next month, where I just felt like, how in the world am I going to parent this child who's gonna hate me when she's a teenager? And so, I had to come at peace with that and to realize, hey, you're having this baby, you're having a girl, it's going to be fine. And I had my baby girl and I went through all the new mothering phases that most moms go through. And then it hit me. Maybe I could do things differently. Maybe this relationship that I will have with her for the rest of her life could be completely different than what I had experienced and what my friends, when I was a teenager, had experienced. Maybe I could do it differently. So I went on a mission. I was going to find how I could build a relationship with my daughter so that when she's a teenager, she enjoys me, I enjoy her, she relies on me, she trusts me, and we want to spend time with each other. Meaning the complete opposite of what I had observed from my teenage friends at the time with their mothers. So luckily I had uh, groups of parents. I was already leading groups of you know over a hundred different families and Eventually, I had a store as well where I was working really closely with a lot of moms. So it was perfect for me to do some research to find out those relationships that you hear about where the daughter is a teenager and she finds her mother a source of comfort and she talks to her. How, did, how does that happen? How did it happen? So... When I would gather around groups, I would ask, or I would find a way to ask in that group of mothers, is there anyone here that had a really good relationship with your mother when you were a teenager? So when you were 15, 16 years old, did you seek out your mom as a sort of comfort and talk to her and enjoy her? Anybody? Once in a while, a hand would go up. Yeah, my mom was my best friend when I was in high school. So I would ask that mom, okay, can you tell me what did your mom do to make you feel 
that you could go and talk to her. So I did this over and over and over throughout the years. I did this. And would you believe it? <laughs> that they all had the same answer. They used different wording, but it was the same answer. They told me the same thing over and over and over again. So it stuck to me. I knew what it would take to build that kind of relationship with my daughter. And I knew that it started really early on. So from the moment she could talk to me, I began to apply what I had learned from so many mothers. And I worked on that relationship to make sure that I was following this wise advice that I had received from so, so many different mothers on how to build a relationship with my daughter where she could trust me, where I could trust her, where we could have open communication, where she could come to me, where I want to be with her, she wants to be with me in a really healthy way. So I began this when she was a toddler and I did it as she grew, as she changed, as she became more uh, independent in herself and figuring out who she was. And now I have a teenage daughter who's almost 16 and we have that, <laughs> we have that. We enjoy spending time with each other. She's got her space, I've got mine, but we enjoy spending time with each other. She seeks me out, she communicates with me, she trusts me, and I trust her. And I'm having the most amazing experience having a teenage daughter. It worked. Everything they told me was true. And it was so simple. The advice is so simple. And I will be giving you the advice. It was so simple. It took effort because this is not how we typically communicate with our children. But it was worth it. And I adore, adore. I cannot stress enough how much I adore having a teenage daughter. And vice versa. She has a mother that she can rely on and that she can come to and that she can trust. So what was this advice? The mother said the same advice to me over and over and over again. They would use different wording, but they would say the same thing. And that advice was, she listened without judgment. She listened without judgment. They all said that. And that's how and why they were able to go talk to their mothers and have close relationships with their mothers because their mothers were a vessel of love, active listening, without implying, giving, or feeling that energy of, judgment of what you're telling me is wrong and this is right and this is how you should do it and this is why your friend should not do that or any other form where you feel judged for what you're saying. I gave my daughter an open platform 
wish she could come and tell me thanks. And all I did was actively listen to her. Now, I parent with having healthy boundaries. I use the method of the parenting alchemy, which is years of research combined with a blend of positive parenting, nonviolent communication, playful parenting, and mindfully parenting my children. So there are those boundaries. But when it came to her speaking to me, talking to me, sharing with me, telling me her thoughts, telling me what her friends had said, telling me her experiences, there was an understanding of you can come and speak to me and I will actively listen to you without judgment. Now, I keep using the word actively listen to you. I didn't just sit there and go, mm-hmm. 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 I actively listened. So if she was telling me something, and again, this started from the time she was a toddler. So if she was telling me something, I would ask for clarification if I didn't understand. So how did that feel to you when that happened? And what do you think your friend felt when that happened? Okay, and so then what else what else happened with that? Wow, that's really interesting. So like, would you do the same thing again or would you do it differently? Like I just actively listened. I was curious. I want to know her thoughts. I want to know what's in her mind. I want to know her feelings. I also want her to know that she's safe to share them with me because I'm not going to be that person that's going to judge her because let's be honest, we're going to be judged everywhere else is <laughs> there's not a lack of judgment in the world so should it not be that you as the parent would be that safe haven where you can come and talk to me and i will not judge you i will listen i will give you guidance i will mentor for you but i will not judge i will not judge and so because of this I have an amazing relationship with my teenage daughter and she will grow up to be able to say, I could talk to my mother. And if she was asked as an adult, what was it about your mother that you were able to go to her and talk to her? She will be able to say, my mother listened without judgment. Thank you for listening. You can get more information about The Parenting Alchemy at theparentingalchemy.com. And I'd love to hear your thoughts and your feedback. Reach out to me at any time.